All right, welcome to episode six of Rolling with the Barons. This is head coach Roland Woods of the Brooklyn Barons. And if you didn't know, we just got our new logo. We just had a logo reveal. So check out our new logo. Uh, you can check it out at uh, RFL underscore Sam underscore Lee on Twitter. You can follow us at uh, Relocation Football League on uh, YouTube. Uh, just look up RFL. You'll find us. You will find us. All right. Also, go to the website, www.relocationfootballleague.com. All right. Definitely check out all the new logos and definitely check out our logo as well. Our logo is dope. I really like it. I really like it. All right. Uh, for this week, we're going to get into the preseason. Now, I know I did say some things about the preseason last week as far as who was starting, who was sitting, the competition battles and things like that. But uh, this week, I'm going to go uh, more in-depth with our preseason plan. I pretty much already had our preseason plan in place as far as uh, how we were going to attack the game. Once once I saw the schedule, uh, once the teams really got into the file and I saw the schedule, I already had an idea for what I was going to do for our preseason. Uh, we're still working on the kinks for the beginning of our season to see if we want to use a sub-playbook first and then go into our main playbook for the later half or if we just want to keep our main playbook all season. So that's uh, some things we're going to be working on. I'm still just trying to decide which playbook I actually want to use for the game. Uh, I think it's because I'm using uh, our depth and really trying depth battles that I'll probably use more of our main playbooks instead of just throwing one out there like I did last time. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, actually, nah, I'm just I'm just going to base decided now you heard it here first breaking news i'm just going to our uh our offense i'm gonna go with the base on defense it's a toss-up between two and it's one that i really really want to see so i'm gonna put it in get some uh get a good look at it uh we do have a benefit uh first we only have one preseason game which is uh this coming week uh i believe it's friday it should be friday so look out for us you uh face the tigers all right and uh, we will not be playing a large majority of our starters. I really don't want to play any of them except for the rookies that we just uh, recently drafted. Uh, I did a vote. They wanted to play. So I'm definitely I'm definitely going to get them in there to get three quarters of work. It also helps for development. Uh, and some other young guys that I'm thinking about, do I really want to play them for this development? We'll take a look at them. Uh, we'll take a look at them deeper when we go into our next week and see how... Uh, Really, how experience is looking. If them playing is going to get them up, get them an attribute point, then we're definitely going to throw them in. But if there's enough distance between now and the next time they're going to get it, there's no reason to really throw them out there. We, we can rest them, guys. Uh, health over wealth. Health is wealth. You know, health over everything, as Mix would say. Health is wealth. So that's going to be our key right now. All right, and another reason why. I'm not playing a lot of my starters just because my preseason game and my first RFL game is actually the same opponent, which is the Chicago Tigers. And it's also a division game. So not only do I know it's going to be looked at from the standpoint of us looking about how our how our guys match up and how we think we're building towards uh, things we want to do against a team that we will be facing twice a year or well, three times this year. Uh that's going to be key seeing that matchup with our younger guys, but then also we don't want to give too much about how we want to attack. So uh, 
we will be doing things that we feel will be successful against this team, but we don't want to put our bread and butter out there immediately, you know, immediately. Like, we have we have the luxury of having uh, the first week off as far as RFL games, so it gives us a lot of time to get a larger idea of how we want to run things and how we want to do things and how we want to line things up as far as uh, personnel, uh schemes uh who we want to grow i mean we have an idea now of who we want to grow but we'll probably have guys throughout the season that we focus on just giving those little boosts so we have areas that we're looking at uh we'll also have time to resign guys see who we want to resign see where we need to move i know there's a lot of rookie guys who've been hitting me up uh trying to see how i'm going to move towards the draft and i really haven't had too much of an idea i've been my focus right now has been the reload bowl but I will have an advantage going into uh, the first week of the season of knowing who I need to re-sign. And I pretty much, the way I build my team is that I don't really need a lot of guys to come in and take over. So if I draft you, you're a guy who either I know is going to be depth at the moment or a guy that I expect to just come in and take over. Like it's, it's either one or the two. Either I'm expecting you to come in and play immediately or I'm expecting you to come in and be a guy who can learn. So I know there's a lot of rookie guys looking at my team because we are uh, we are a younger team. I will say that we are a younger team, and I feel like I have a lot of guys in key positions, but we are a growing team as far as our notoriety, as far as us becoming better in the league, and a lot of guys want to be a part of that too. So I also want to put out that it's going to be very hard to join my team, despite what my overall may be compared to the other teams across the league not just the NRC, across the league. It's going to be very hard to join my team because I'm a strong believer in chemistry. I'm a strong believer in building younger people. Like, if I if I see the potential in you and I feel like I can work with you and you can work, uh, you'll work well for us, I'm going, to, I'm going to work with you. I'm going to work with you. And it could be... It can be crazy because there's times where I'll believe in a guy and then I'll see another guy and I can say, I can see this guy working in this situation better than he may work in ours. It won't be a matter of I don't believe in you. It's just a matter of this may be better for you in the, in the scope of everything that we're trying to do. You know what I'm saying? So rookies, we'll see. We'll see. I definitely have a lot of guys on my board who I feel could come in and make a difference, but... Then there's just guys that I know I like, like guys like uh, Winkleman is one of the guys that I really like throughout the college series. I watched a lot of the uh, Baylor games, and I have no need for a wide receiver at all, for real. But he's just a guy that I really like. He'll probably be on my draft board because by noting where he is, I'll be able to know where the other guys are because we know what we think of him. Like We know what we think of him. We feel like he's going to be one of the top receivers in this draft. And with that being a position that – Right now, we feel that we are strong on and we don't really need to make a move. And uh, it gives us the luxury of being able to discuss things like that. So, Winkleman is a guy that we have on our board, not just as a receiver, but as overall talent. And we'll use him as a scope as where we measure everybody. He's also a guy that I really, really like. There's other guys that I really, really like, but I won't announce them because some of them I might want on my team. So, if you didn't hear your name just now, I don't want you to feel some type of way, especially if we've been talking. If you're somebody you know that. I'm cool with, like, I don't want you to feel some type of way. I just want you to know that everything will be looked at, but it's one step at a time. The draft is months away. The draft is months away. Anything can happen between now and then, so you never know. You never know. All right, 
But I right, getting back into the preseason. I'm sorry I rambled off. I right, getting back into the preseason. We faced the Tigers twice, so because of that, we're playing our death now. Uh, we feel like the Tigers are an exceptional team to get a great, great understanding of where we are right now. Not only for some of our starters who will be playing, but for our depth as well because of the talent that's on that team. Uh, they may get a bad rap just because of, like, especially in the division that we're in, they'll get overlooked, overshadowed. But the Tigers have always been a team that have been in it. Like, this is probably, like, their worst year. Or last year was probably, like, their worst year. And they were still out beating good teams. So they're also they're a team you have to watch. They're a team that we're definitely not sleeping on. And, uh... First, with the competition that we have or with the things that we want to see, uh, we feel that the Tigers' defense, their secondary uh, is really impressive. Their secondary is really impressive, especially the corners. And that is a theme that runs throughout our entire division. Uh, I can say that I feel wonderful about my corners. I feel like they will be very successful this year, but I can also say that on paper we have the weakest corners in our division. I think a lot of people really sleep on the corners that the Tigers have. Like I know uh, the Explorers are going to get their rep for their corners with them having uh, Chamberlain, and then they just got uh, Dockey last year and Bill working with him, and then you have... Uh, the Thunderbirds, who have uh, Morincola, or Motorola, as I call him, but I know he's a guy that you can't sleep on. He's a very, very solid corner. He's very, very, he's an X-Factor, so he's definitely somebody you got to watch. And then you have the rookie that they ju just brought in, uh, Strouder. Uh, Strouder, Strouder, I think it's Strouder. I think it's Strouder, but he's definitely a guy that we'll be watching over the years uh, as he grows, and we feel like on any team in the RFL, you could take these teams' second corner and make them a first corner on most of these teams. Like, that's how good these cornerbacks are in this division. And I think having this opportunity to practice against a caliber of corners like that with the receiver depth and battles that we're trying to have is going to be great. And it's also going to be great uh, for Caleb as well. All right, and then facing that front seven, they have a sneaky front seven. The, the, the Tigers have a really sneaky front seven, and I think this is going to be a good test for our linemen, and it's also going to be a good test for Caleb being able to read uh, the coverage underneath. All right, uh, one of the things that we want to work on, uh, I might as well, yeah, I might as well go deep into it. Now, one thing that we really want to work on, starting at the quarterback position with KB, is we want him to show more consistency uh, in the passing game. Like, he has all the tools to be a great passer, and he has shown he has shown us that he has the accuracy. He has the arm strength to make the plays uh, that are needed to be made. It's just a matter of him uh, making the right reads and protecting the football. So we want we wanted him to show more patience in the pocket. Uh, we try to put him in. The, we're, we're trying to. Well, we've been working the scheme for this week to put him in situations where he won't do as much. Uh, running as far as uh, the option. like I won't say that we'll, we'll take that away. We will be running some re-option, but we've really tried to make this this week a pass-first week. We want to see Caleb lead us with his arm because even though uh, the playbook that we've been practicing with is option-heavy, it still has wonderful, wonderful passing concepts, and we plan to definitely capitalize and utilize those with the receiving options that we have. And we want to make sure that Caleb can do those things when uh, asked. We can't 
We can't consistently can uh depend on him to scramble. He can't consistently depend on him to scramble if he wants to be successful in this league. So those are things that we're definitely looking at. All right. And uh with that behind him in the fourth, we'll have uh Zach Leach come in and with him we just want to see what we have. Uh I know there will be a lot of guys that we've seen in the preseason. There's been a lot of tape that or there will be a lot of tape that's watched from guys that we've seen in this preseason to see if we want to pick one of those guys up for our practice squad if they happen to get released or there happen to be a surplus of QBs, a good talent in one place. Uh, we might be able to uh, pry one of these guys away, but we also want to have our own guy just in case to have the to compare to those guys. And Leach is a younger guy, somebody that we can continue to mold, but we don't have to feel any pressure to get him rushed or make him the guy. He's just a guy that we want to have, that we want to believe in if things get to a point. Because you never know when things might get to that point. So, it's always good to have a guy like that around. Alright, so next. From there, we're gonna move. Uh, we're gonna move to uh, the running back room. Uh, with our running back room, as far as as far as who's gonna be starting, uh, I'm gonna start Nickerson as our main back, and I'm gonna start him as our power back. Uh, I will start Mike Troy as our third down back or three wide back. Uh, I feel like there's things that I want to see from both of them. I want to see, I want to see Nickerson ask the lead, can he handle the load? Uh, can he be versatile outside, inside running? And as far as with Troy, I want to see if he can be more consistent in between the tackles. Uh, a big thing with Troy is I know that he has the ability to bounce it outside and really make those kind of plays, and I think that would definitely be useful. Uh, for us going into different games this season. But uh, we also need the consistency of attack throughout the middle. Uh, we have Kenny Steele as our main, and he's the guy who can attack on all phases. Uh, he can block. He can run between the tackles. He can mouse it outside. He can hit the screen. He can run routes. Like, Kenny Steele can hit at all those levels, and we need to find either a combination or a guy that we know who can do all those things. And that's also something that we're looking for in uh, – Nickerson as well. Uh, we definitely want to make sure that he can do or see what of those things that he can do. This would be our first real look on him, uh, look at him live. So that's why we're giving him a little bit more curious than Troy because we have a feel of what Troy can do from what he uh, did for us last year. We're just seeing how he's jumped from last year to this year. All right, and then uh, then we have Carl Meredith, and he's a guy who's just kind of. Lost in the way. It's, it sucks for him. Uh, he's a guy that we want to keep around because of his ability, and we will be testing him at different positions. He'll probably be the backup in the fourth quarter for both guys or for both positions. Uh, he might start at the three wide. We'll see how it goes. Trying to fit him in the scheme. Uh, just fit him, get chemistry with the line. He doesn't have the same chemistry as everybody else, but he is a little faster than everybody else, so we don't know if he's out running the blocks or what it is, but we'll see. Uh, that's something that we'll continue to work with. Uh, he has been looking good out of the backfield. But uh, also, it's been a lack of, at the same time, we expected more explosive plays from him. And those plays, even when given the opportunity, just haven't really jumped out the screen like we expected to. He's definitely a good change of pace. And you can tell the difference when he's in the game. But just the explosiveness that we expected to get from him, uh, we haven't seen. We haven't seen. 
All right, so we'll see. We'll continue to grow with them. It might not be what we need for what we are trying to do. It's also it's always good to have a majority, uh, a multiple, what's it, a multitude of tools at your disposal. But we'll just have to see. Maybe maybe we'll have to swap them out for somebody else. Maybe sometimes you have to take that out. All right, but we'll see. All right, going in, uh, fullback. Fullback is going to be the paddy wagon. Uh, Patrick Watson, he's a guy, he's a free agency pickup from uh, the offseason that I really, really like, and I can't wait to get him on the field. Uh, I really, really, I like what I've seen in practice. I think he brings another dimension to our team that's very much needed, and I think it's something that really lacks in the RFL is fullbacks that have uh, decent speed, decent speed and the ability to make blocks. So I think he's a guy, especially being younger, that we can mold and continue to grow in the way that we want to grow him. We feel that it's best for our team. All right, so definitely get a lot of look at him. Uh, a, lot, a lot of looks at him. A lot of looks at him. He'll be making his debut. Just getting a feel for things. All right. Uh, now, the next big thing we have is uh, the wide receiver room. Now, uh, at wide receiver, we're going to have uh, Jackson Hunter starting. Uh, Jackson Hunter has shown out in camp, and we'll definitely be running him with the first team when the regular season comes. And when we go three wide, he will be the third receiver. Uh, where we put him will be week to week. Uh, he's looked good in all three spots. So, uh We've just found a way, or we've been just going through different schemes and finding ways to in different depth chart positions where we feel like, hey, this is how we should move this game. This is how we should move this game. Uh, one time we might want to where Amari's at. The next time we might want to where JJ's at. Next time we might want him in the slot. Uh, we never know, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of matchup base. Uh, I think he brings a lot of uh, he brings a lot of different matchup abilities to the table of how we want to go, whether we want to go speed against a taller guy, whether we want to go height against a smaller guy. Uh, he brings a lot of that to the table. He's uh, surprisingly, he's surprisingly sneakily very good at open space, very good at open space. He's a guy that you, when you look at him, you just expect him to make the catch, but he, he can, if he gets away from you, watch out. He's, he's sneaky. He has a sneaky little acceleration about him, but if he pulls away from you, you're not going to catch him. You're not going to catch him, all right? And he's been making the catches he's been making. He's really been showing. I don't know if it's from Johnson being back and him still trying to show or that uh, he wants to be on the field because he did come in as a starter when Johnson went down. So maybe it's that, that feeling that from last year, getting that experience, feeling like he's the one already and just continuing to build from where he moved on last year. I don't know if it was bringing in that extra receivers uh, for competition because, really, they were in competition with him. Like, I didn't bring in these guys just to compete amongst each other. Uh, uh, Jackson Hunter was in this competition, but just through the camp, he's blown away that it's not – we know he's – we're not even worried about them. Like, now it's amongst them to figure out if they're still going to be on the team. Jackson Hunter has gone above and beyond, and I can I hope he gets to uh, showcase some of that tomorrow. All right, it's going to be or not tomorrow, uh, next week when we have our game or Friday. So hopefully, uh, seeing him against the quality corners that uh, the Tigers have will give us a better impression of his growth. All right, but it's definitely a matchup that we are looking forward to seeing. All right, all right behind him we have uh, we have Ballard and Echo. Uh, both of them are kind of competing for the slot role. All right, uh, we want to have we want to have 
depth at receiver, but we also want to be able to go four and five wide. So both of these guys are competing. They both bring different things out of the slot. Uh, uh, Ballard is a bigger target. Uh, he's been more consistent as far as his catches. He's also the Hail Mary man. As you know, if you watched us uh, play the Explorers last year, uh, when Winkler threw the Hail Mary, uh, Xavier Ballard was the one who caught it. All right, So he is a guy that we know that we can depend on at the slot. Uh, we haven't been able to give him the full comfort of starting in the slot as we have liked. I don't know what it is. Like he he does well wherever we put him. He puts his he does well wherever we put him. He he makes his plays. So he's a guy that we want to have and we like that we could put him everywhere. But it's just something that he hasn't given us that umph like the jump from like, the jump Hunter made from last year to this year in comparison to the jump that uh, Ballard's made, it's just something isn't the same. Like, I, I, he's still consistent. He's still a great guy. He's still somebody that we will continue to lose, uh, use, but the jump just hasn't been the same. All right, so we brought in Echo. Echo was a guy that we wanted to compete for slot because we wanted to keep uh, JJ on the outside. All right, so we'll be definitely looking at Echo in the slot. Uh, well, we wanted to be able to move JJ around. Like JJ will be playing inside and outside. It will all just be. It'll all be subjective. It just all. It just depends. Matchup based. We'll see. All right. So Echo was the guy that we brought in just to test in the slot. And uh, the thing that he brings that uh, Ballard doesn't bring is the extra athletic ability. Like even though he's shorter, he's five eight, five nine. He brings that. Uh, athletic ability that we can do the end of rounds. Uh, we can do the wide receiver screens that we might not be able to do with Echo. I mean, with Ballard. And uh, also, he's competing for uh, some special teams reps as well. All right. The thing that we want to see is how much of a hindrance will his outside ability or his ability playing on the outside be because he's actually rated better as an outside receiver than he is at an inside receiver. So uh, we'll definitely be taking a look to that. We'll definitely be taking a look to that. We'll probably start him on the outside with Hunter and then start Ballard in the slot. And then I guess we'll switch later on and have uh, Echo run a little bit out of the slot uh, in the fourth. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how I can get the depth chart set up. All right. Uh, next, we have uh, Schofield. Schofield has really exceeded my expectation for him as far as what I thought he would be. I thought he was just going to come in and be the returner. But uh, he's actually made some decent plays on offense, so he's a guy that we really want to test on the outside. We want to kind of play him in the Mari's role and see uh, if he can get those deep, uh, if, if he can be a deep threat. Uh, I know... Omari is a guy who's going to be hard to replace as far as the speed that he provides and making uh, defenders have to play back. But if we can still have uh, another threat on the outside, as long along with Hunter, because Hunter is also a guy who I feel like can be a threat on the outside. But Schofield is a guy who's shown a little bit of burst, shown a little bit of speed. He showed, he's made some plays that I had to double take. And, like, it's that him and it was him. Like, so I definitely, I, he's definitely somebody I want to take a look at uh, as we go out here in this preseason game. So he'll probably he'll get some reps in the four. Uh, we'll definitely be put him on a return, get him reps there, see how he looks. There's still a return battle between him, Meredith, and uh, Echo. Uh, we have some other guys like Mike Troy and things like that that we can put in. We can also put in Hunter if need be. Uh, Joe Johnson is actually a 99 returner. His injury is just kind of low and he's kind of important. So. We don't really want to put him in there if we don't have to. 
So we'll see how things go. All right. And then uh, another returner we have is uh, Spate. Uh, Donovan Spate comes in. He's just a guy who's really just competing to stay on the team. Uh, hopefully he can have some kind of standout impression. Uh, I will have auto subs on when I run this game. Uh, so hopefully the receivers get some rotation and he can get some work as well. Uh, I don't expect him to go the whole game without seeing the field. But also, I don't expect him to really. I don't. He might end up being the casualty of the depth chart. We'll see. He's fighting for his life. We'll, we'll, we'll put it there. He's fighting for his life. He has to show us something, whether it be on special teams, whether it be just a key play, because he's been. He's consistently. I won't say consistently. In his times of playing, there has been times where he's made key plays. That I can say. From last season, there were times where he made key catches that we needed. All right, but he has to be able to show that consistency because throughout training camp and so far when I see him, he hasn't really jumped off the screen. He's just been kind of like another guy. So hopefully when the lights cut on, he might show us something, show us a little more, play a little different. We, we shall see. All right, but uh, as of right now, uh, he's fighting for his he's fighting for his life on the Bears roster. But I think he will, if he doesn't stay with us, I think he will find the team. I think he definitely will find it because he's he's a great he's he has good speed he has good speed he's he's somebody who I want to test on the outside if he had a little bit more release that under fifty release is kind of against the guys that we play we can't really do that we can't really do that but and in the slot it's so much competition that I don't know I don't know and there's so many I can't keep him just to return that because he hasn't really outshined anybody at returner like. And I don't feel like he was consistent enough last year as a returner for us not to bring in more returners. One thing that we were really looking for in the offseason, whether it came through trade or came through free agency or came through the draft, was uh, finding returners. We definitely were looking for returners. All right, so we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. All right. Good luck to him. Good luck to everybody. All right, and let the best man win. All right, now we're going to move on to the tight end. Tight end isn't so much of a competition. I'm pretty set on the guys that I have. Uh, Bane, Hare, uh, Brandon Jones, and uh, Trey Stouts. I'm pretty set on all four of them being here. I'm tr trying to figure out ways that I can maneuver and keep all four of them on a the roster. Uh, I might bring in a fifth guy just for death for this game because I really don't want to see Bane get any action. I don't want to see him get any action at all. Like I don't even want to see him on special teams. But I, we're working on it. I'm trying to find a way. I'm trying to find a way. We'll see. All right. Uh, with that, Hare, Stelts, and Hare, Stelts, and Brandon Jones will be competing for with which. Uh, who will be two, who will be three, and who will be four. Uh, this will be the blocking battle. Uh, I'm starting Stouts at the number one tight end and starting Hager at two. Uh, I do want to see if Bang were to go down. Stouts is our number one receiving uh, tight end after him with uh, Hager leading more towards the blocking side and uh, BJ being a mix of both. All right, so I do want to see Stouts at the number one and see how he works. Uh, I think he gets Caleb. Uh, a nice big target over the middle and I think that uh, his route running is very underrated and I think he'll be a mismatch and I think this will be a good this linebacker core uh, especially with the additions of uh, uh, 
was a Jacko Goliath. I think this linebacker core and with Reese Goodall back there is a lot of speed back there. It's a lot of speed. Uh, it's a lot of good coverage back there. So it'd be nice to see how our tight ends work against those kind of things. And also hold it up against that front seven because this is a sneaky front seven. All right. And we definitely want to get our run game going. We definitely want to get our run game going to make things easier uh, for Caleb. All right. So we'll see how that goes. As far as our O-line, our O-line isn't really a competition. It's just more so of if how is everyone holding up and where do we need to move in the future. I might grab one guy for a practice squad. I might grab one guy for a practice squad just in case. to be like we, It's been a lot of injuries in this preseason to, to the bigger guys, so we want to have a guy just in case so we don't have any of our starters coming in. Uh, we really want to keep them out and keep them rested. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, mostly if I find depth guys, I'm looking for guys that I can put on the practice squad. So I don't want guys. I'm just signing and wasting. I want guys that I see potential and it could possibly grow. So we'll take some time over the next few days and see if you want to put one of these guys on the roster. Uh, but other than that, man, I expect maybe our tackles to switch in the fourth, our guard and center. It'll be a mix. I want to see Stewart at center and at guard. So I'm going to, put him at center in the fourth and see how he uh, holds up our, our young rook to see which way I really want to go with him as far as his molding because I think he has a lot of potential. And we do need to start working on our successor for Lawson because Lawson is getting there in age, uh, 29 this year, 30 next year. And he's getting near the end of his contract as well. So you don't really want to have to spend the big bucks on an older guy. But when it's a guy like that, like Lawson, and I am a bigger fan of uh, older linemen, uh, the older veteran linemen, that awareness is key, uh, especially when they get the when they do the the awareness bonus. Or I believe in the awareness bonus. I don't know if everybody else believes in it, but the awareness bonus where the center takes out the lowest awareness on the group. So you really and he'll count twice. So you really want to have a center with high awareness, especially when you're trying to mold young people around them. All right, and Lawson also gave out a uh, Lawson gave out a player boost, not the 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 mentorship, online mentorship. Uh, this week in training camp, he wanted to work with uh, Julian Porter, uh, Poyer. So we worked with uh, his finesse blocking because Poyer is somebody that we really want to uh, work and build up. He's a young, he's a twenty four year old. He's a, a star development lineman. So he's somebody that we're working on. Somebody that we feel that we can build as we move guys around on our line. Uh, we may, if something were to happen, have to move one of our. We have a lot of guards who could play all over. So we, if we need to move one of our guards somewhere else, like maybe move printers to center or move printers to uh, guard, then we can slide Poirier up in a tackle. Uh, you never know, but he's the guy that we're definitely working on and definitely trying to build to see what we can get from him and see how good he could possibly be. All right, so that was good to get that. All right, now, from here we're moving on to uh, the defense side of the ball. All right. On defense, as far as who's going to play, we was contemplating the last week, but uh, all our young guys from uh, our rookies from last year are going to play. All right, so we did a vote. Or I asked, it wasn't even a vote. I just asked them, hey, y'all want to play? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we want to play, coach. Basically, like, what kind of stupid-ass question was that? If you're sorry for my language, but basically, that's what they said to me. So I was like, I knew. I knew. So they're going to play. Yap is going to play at uh, right end. Uh, Cheese is going to start at uh, D-tackle. Uh, I'm saying D tackle. It would most likely, as we're gonna move around, there's no reason to hide it. So he's gonna be D tackle, 
and nose tackle, so be on the lookout. Uh, we definitely want to see how he moves around and how he can provide different pressures from different places. That's something that we're definitely looking at. And we're also moving into with our defensive scheme. We're working on a scheme that would benefit the young guys more as far as growth when we go into this. Uh, one Again, I didn't want to put out our main books and our main decisions for what we wanted to do going into our week two matchup. I don't want this to just be a repeat again. Uh, the same thing. Like, win, lose, or draw, I just don't want it to look like you watch the same thing twice. Even though every game in the RFL is different, like, we don't, you know what I'm saying. So, I don't want to give coaches too much information on how we plan to move against certain things too early. I want everybody to wait. I don't I don't even want them to see the basis of how things are going to look, but I also want to see how my guys are going to look in the things that we do. So, trying to find that mix of getting things right without putting things out there is, is key. And that's what we're working on for this game. All right. So we're going to do that with our defense. Going back to that. Cheese. Cheese is going to start. All right. At, uh, defensive tackle. Yap is going to start at right end. On the other side, uh, Yates will not be playing. All right. I'm sorry. I'm getting text messages. Let me hold on for a minute. All right. Boom. So Yates will, be, Gates will not be playing at uh, left end. Uh, from there, we have not decided who we are going to play, but I think I'm leaning right now towards, uh, the new guy, uh, Telvin Anderson. Uh, the reason why I'm leaning towards him is one, he's a guy that I want to see everywhere. Like he's a guy that I want to test at different spots. He might be at uh, outside linebacker, might be at middle linebacker, might be a defensive end just because I'm trying to mix. uh, here we go again. I'm trying to mix and match him and different personnels to put him at the best advantage to be successful without taking away from other guys, for one, but also we want his X factor to activate as much as possible. And so far they say that you have to get uh, sacks if you wanted to, to activate with the selfless. So we're just trying to find ways to get him pressure. Like he'll probably be limited to a pressure guy at, during the season, but it'll just be at the expense of like, we don't want to take out a key pressure pressure guy just for an X factor. You know what I'm saying? Just to get him to light up because it's not as if he is. How can I put this respectfully? All right, just because he's an X factor doesn't mean he's the best player on the field. You know what I'm saying? So we're not gonna take off the best player for that situation just to put him on the field to be an X factor. So you might only see him in four or five packages throughout the season, but there'll be packages where we feel like. That's where he'll be the best, most effective, and where we can get the best results from. All right, we'll see, we'll see. So we're gonna we'll probably start him at end. If we don't start him at end, all right. If we don't start him at end, uh, we're looking at Sam Anthony. We want to get the younger guys in that we've never seen before first. All right. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more when we go on the linebackers. Well, I'll talk about the whole front seven, just like because. Uh, Donnell Butler is an end and a linebacker. We've been using them all over. So he'll probably start where Kit is. We don't want Kit to play. All right. So with him starting there, we'll probably bring in Finch behind him to get some reps. Then we have to think about who's going to play on the other side. We don't want Damian Parks to play. Uh, we might move We might move Yap over there in the fourth just to get him a little bit more reps. We want to see what he looks like standing up. We might move him to the right side so he can focus mostly on pressure. But... I do want to see how he's moving around uh, in space this year. So uh, we might put him on the left end uh, and bring him in in the fourth to get a little bit more coverage reps because 
he is a guy that we feel like we can move up and down, and depending on if you want to go at one of the under uh, schemes for that game, uh, he's a guy who's going to be very key. All right. Now, with that, uh, as far as the defensive tackles or who's going to come in after Cheese, it most likely be Maxi. Uh, depending on how Madden takes away, it's going to depend on our book. Our book is going to determine which, uh, if we lose one tackle or two tackles uh, when we do the sub. All right, so as we figure that out, we'll determine who will come in next. Uh, probably be my man's Fugger Fugger because he's one of the younger guys. I'm, I'm really big on, I'm really highly going towards playing the younger guys first with the exception of Anderson just because of the fact that he is an X-Factor. He is a guy we just brought in, and he's a guy that I'm trying to get as many reps with as possible at different positions, and I feel like this would be the best time to do it. This is really the only time to do it without being an inconvenience to everybody else. But I can see how he looks and already have a mental rep of who is usually there. You know what I'm saying? And then with him playing with not our whole base defensive line, but playing with our defensive line, that also lets me see if I can move him around to different places if we had to suffer if we happen to suffer an injury uh during the season all right but for everybody else in the front seven i'm going young first uh hopefully we can get sam anthony some reps a guy that i'm really looking forward to is uh Darrell candidate he'll be starting uh for uh, juan crosby in the middle juan crosby is definitely not playing like even though the only way that juan crosby or kit morrison really plays is if it gets like they're on the borderline of XP, and they can get in this game, and if they get these reps, they'll go up to the next level or go up an attribute point, and I can raise their overall. If it's not that, I'm really not putting them in. I don't really see the point. I don't want to expose too much of us. I really don't want to expose too much of us. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, from there, we'll move to – oh, wait, no. Uh, behind candidate, we have Duvall coming in. Uh, as the number two uh, linebacker, he'll be playing in the fourth. Uh, we might find one more guy there, but I'm really thinking about just moving Anderson to the fourth, two middle linebacker to give him some reps there. Uh, we've been rubbing, running him on the at, at outside linebacker so much that I really kind of already got a feel for how he's going to move there. Uh, but you can never be too sure. All right, never have too much information, so we want to look. And the words of that boy, Mitchie Mitch. Nah, not the words, but the actions. You can never have too much information. So <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out. All right. Uh, from there, we're going to move to the secondary. Now, in the secondary, we'll start with cornerback. Uh, we're going to start uh, Sparks. We definitely want to give Sparks some reps. All right. We're going to start Sparks. And uh, at number two, we're actually going to start Vernon Atkinson. All right. We're starting Sparks in his regular spot to get him some reps because the the Chicago Tigers have some wonderful, wonderful route running receivers. All right. Overall, the side, you feel me, like, what what you may think of their team inside, like, I kind of had a better idea of where the former coach was going with them than others may have, and that spread attack is going to be something serious. That spread attack is going to be something serious, especially with the development of uh, Billy Johnson. They might even get another quarterback in there. You never know, but I think that spread attack would definitely be something serious and something you got to watch out for. And that's exactly why I would want to play Sparks, to one, see how he holds up, and two, play Atkinson. Uh, Atkinson is a rookie drafted. Uh, he's a hidden dev uh, rookie. Uh, overall, I want to say he's a 68. He's a lower overall but I want to throw him to the wolves. Like, immediately, I want to throw him to the wolves. Now, I know when we go into the scheme, we'll probably play in a scheme that's more favorable to him. 
uh, yeah, I figure we're going to play in a scheme that's more favorable to him. All right. I definitely, I definitely know that, but we're also playing him against some really, really, really good receivers out there. He's going to be on the Island and crash and burn. Crash and burn if you got to, or you're gonna grow from this. It's like when the when the mama bird kicked the baby bird out the out the nest. Either you gonna fly or you gonna fall. So we are gonna see. It's a fly or fall, homie. Fly or fall. He's hype. He he wants to go out there. Like we are. We know the potential that he has. He knows the potential he has. It's just about us putting it all together. And then especially with the reload bucks program being in effect, I don't know how it's gonna go for coaches, but. Since the offseason, my goal has been to work with somebody, to find someone in the secondary that I can work with. And at first, it was going to be uh, Sean Dada, and it possibly still could be. Uh, but with the drafting of Vernon Atkinson and his hidden dev, he's somebody that I feel like we can really work with. I know that I'll probably be putting him in a disadvantage this game, but I'm not only going to. I'm going to put him in an advantage and a disadvantage at the same time. I understand as a coach. So if he's out there looking crazy, even though I expect him to make some plays, if he's out there, especially getting picked on because Sparks is going to be on the other side. But if he's out there looking crazy, I'll understand from a uh, coach perspective why he's out there looking crazy because I'm throwing him to the walls. All right? So be on the lookout. If you hear this, you'll know. Be on the lookout. All right? In the fourth, we're going to have Sean Dada and uh, Harms come in. And it's just going to be a battle of how they look in the fourth. Uh, hopefully, we can get some good drives out of them. Uh, with I, I feel like with it being even more of deaf players, the third team coming in in that quarter, that we should have a lot more defensive snaps. Uh, that might not sound good because it's, it's going to be their second team versus our third team. On paper, that's what you would expect, and that's actually what we're hoping for, uh, to give our corners a lot more opportunity to shine. You know what I'm saying? The hold up for us to get a lot better tape. We already kind of have a feel on Harms, what Harms playing last year. So that's why we made the move to put uh, Atkinson up with Sparks, where Harms definitely being an older guy, because we're looking for our investment. So, But now Harms is out here competing with Dada, who is a guy who is working. He's a guy who is working. They're trying to take his spot, because that's what the game is all about. You're always trying to work to take the guy in front of your spot. You want to be the number one guy. So those two are going out there, and they're going to compete, all right? As far as uh, McNary, we're probably, more than likely, we'll probably play McNary. We'll probably have to play McNary in the slot. We might have to play McNary in the slot. He might show a late round. He might show a late uh, a late game uh, appearance, all right? Well, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Uh, we might just move Atkinson to a slot later in the game. Uh, it just depends on how Madden wants to do this depth chart. That's something that we're still working with, we're still playing with, because we want to keep guys out. All right. Then we move to our safety room. All right. The big three. Uh, the big three is not playing. All right. Oh, wait. Before I go to the safety room, we may sign uh, a corner or for the practice squad. I'm looking at my notes. We may sign a corner for the practice squad just for depth. Uh, we'll see. We're going to take a look at how Madden is doing these subs. Uh, but we'll, we'll take a look. We'll take a look. All right. Now, moving on to the safety room. Uh, there will be no big three from the safety room. The big three being Hayden Harrell, uh, Trenton Christian, and uh, Ethan King. 
All right, I do not expect to see either one of them. Uh, we have enough safety depth now that we shouldn't have to see any of them. I should be able to schedule it, and they might sneak in on special teams, but hopefully we can prevent that too. Uh, I might formation sub the whole special teams really just to prevent that. I might. We'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. All right, so we'll have uh, we're gonna have Jared Jacola starting at free safety. All right, uh, he's been here the longest. Uh. Out of everyone in our safety room, he's someone that I've worked with before, so I kind of have a feel for him. And I think for where we're going to play him, for the ways that we're moving, he's probably our best second free safety uh, outside of the big three. Because, of course, you can play any of the big three at any one of the other spots. But if you didn't want to have to do that, uh, I think uh, Jacola is probably our best free safety. He has to speed. He has to have athletic ability to play the range that we like to play with our free safety. And he has the height that will help him make even more plays. So that's good. We'll see how that works and see if uh, he can live up to what I believe he can live up to. He's a guy that we did kind of shop around a little bit, but not too many guys were interested. Uh, we tried to put him in a situation where he could start. Uh, just because we have so many youth guys that we can still continue, or younger guys that we can still continue to build behind them. But uh, nobody was really nobody was really biting, so, hey, we'll keep him. He's a guy that I know that. I can play in a slot. I can play as sub linebacker. I can play a free safety. I can play a strong safety. I can play outside if I really, really had to just because of his height, but I don't really, really want to have to. I'd rather play him in a slot. All right. Uh, it's going to be a lot of couple buzzings. Uh, my girl texted me. I didn't respond to the first text, so then she tried to find another way to text me to see if that made me talk faster. But I'm recording. Hopefully she doesn't call. If it cuts out, it's because she called. Uh, I'm almost done, though. We'll see what happens, though. It is what it is. So, with Sergeant Jacola at free safety, uh, at strong safety, we're going to have Carlos Wright, the rookie that we just picked up. He's been very impressive, and I don't know if it's been on purpose or not, so we're about to see. Uh, he's been very impressive in camp. He's somebody who I expected to just be on the practice squad, holding the spot, and he's decided that he wants to make this team. So, we're going to put him out there, and we're going to let him shine. He's earned it. He's earned it. So, we're going to put him out there. All right, and then uh, after that, we have... Uh, we have Alonzo Barry, who we will be starting at sub linebacker. Uh, one of the things about uh, me, I like to play safeties at sub linebacker. Uh, Roy Cherry was not a Roy Cherry decided to step away from the league. Uh, we don't know if he'll come back in future seasons, but for this season, he decided to step away from the league. So. Because of that, uh, we've been looking for a younger guy that we can kind of mold in his image. So we have uh, Carl, we have Alonzo Barry. Uh, he's a guy who we like his man coverage. We want to see if his speed and his athletic ability can hold up. And if his zone ability as well can hold up in these uh, types of situations, we don't want. We don't want too much of a liability. We don't think he's a guy that we would have to thrust in immediately. But if a team gets the injury bug, you never know who might have to play. So. Uh, he's a guy that we definitely want to test, and we feel like that's the best place for him for now. All right, and then uh, as far as our backups uh, in the fourth, we'll throw the young guys in. We're throwing uh, Cates. We're throwing Felix. And uh, we're throwing – who's the last guy we're going to throw in? Uh, I cannot remember the last guy we're going to throw. Oh, wait. We were supposed to find the last guy to throw in. So think of, we're thinking about finding the last guy to throw in. I'm not – Really sure on that. Uh, we shall see. I think I can maneuver the guys around enough to where I don't really have to. Uh, we'll see. We just don't want to see none of our big three on special teams. That's our biggest thing.
that's our biggest thing. All right, and we might actually give uh, Dada some looks at free safety as well. Uh, he's a guy who, if he can't win this corner competition, if not, if Atkinson turns out to be the guy that we continue to build for the future, uh, Dada is a guy that we see and that we can move to free safety and he could be a legitimate player in this league, especially behind a guy like Hayden Harrell and with Hayden Harrell being his contract year. So that's something that we're definitely thinking about. It's something that we're definitely thinking about and something that we can continue to build on. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, he's probably going to get the reps after Jacola, really. So, well, he can't because he's going to be at corner. So we'll see. We'll see. I might give him the rest before Jacola just because he's going to be at corner the next part of the game. We'll see. But that's definitely something that we uh, want to take a look at is that I have free safety. All right. So, boom. Now, going in uh, the season, you won't see after this preseason game, you won't see us until uh, week two where we play the Tigers again. Uh, that's when we will be bringing out our starters. Uh, everybody will make their debut who is not playing in this game and then also we will be running more of our base scheme uh we will be running our base we'll have our playbooks down by then we'll have our playbooks down by then so you will see what i've been seeing in camp and what i've been so excited for all right uh i mean most people already know how i'm trying to go how i'm trying to run these games but you'll definitely get a bigger idea of it once we once the game once the game hits on uh on friday all right, and I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. All right, so uh, with that, uh, the schedule for the f- season will be Tuesdays. That seems to be the day, the unanimous day for uh, most of the coaches, so one that gives us a chance, the week is advanced, so we can really talk about the stats and everything that players have from those games. Uh, and then also, it'll give us time to review what we plan to do for the week coming up, and if any of this information uh, might be used on the podcast that Smeeny Bill and Mix do as well. It gives them time to listen to some of those and say because they're also they're going to have their team reviews as well. So I'm pretty sure they'll want our insight as coaches, especially if they don't get them after uh, the games. All right. So I'm hyped for the season. I'm hyped for this week. All right. I expect our next podcast to be uh, this weekend, either Saturday or Sunday after the game. Uh, just because it's this uh, preseason, uh, just because it's the preseason, and that's when our game is. I expect it to be Saturday or Sunday, and then after that, I expect us to have our final roster. We'll talk about our final roster. We'll talk about our uh, final uh, playbook selection on our podcast and why we wanted to go with these playbooks. Uh, we're not. We probably won't get too in depth with the schemes that we want to use. Uh, we'll probably talk about the schemes after the game to explain why we made those decisions. Uh, but as far as before the game, I don't really think we're going to do that. We'll see. We'll see. I'll definitely talk about why I made the decisions I made uh, for this game. Uh, I might even discuss the game plan as well. I don't want to give the coaches too much sauce, though, and put myself ahead of give anybody an advantage over me. That might have been the one thing they needed to beat my team is to understand the game plan. You know what I'm saying? So, But we'll see. We'll see. But until then, protect the crown. I know you've seen that new crown logo. Shout out to C C Beasel. Shout out to Smitty. Shout out to Bill. Shout out to Mix. Shout out to everybody involved. Like, I I love it. I love it. So, protect the crown. Earn your stripes, Bill. Make sure we got some nice stripes on the new unis. I know you're in charge of that. And I really like the unis we got now for real. I just really wanted a white one. So, we'll see how it goes. I don't know what. No, I just want a white pants. 
white pants. I just want an all white jersey for real. But yeah, the Barons, they jerseys fly a fly for real. I like it. I just like we only got one pair of pants. I just don't like we only got one pair of pants. All right. So yeah, Gorilla Gang. All right. Watch out for this defense. I really, I really want to see how these young guys jump off the screen. All right, these young gorillas. We see how they act. I know Cheese is hungry. I know Yap is hungry. I can't wait to see the. I just can't wait to for us for just to get out there. I just can't wait to see guys out there. Like I know it's not gonna be us at our full full strength, but I know it's still gonna be an exciting game. And I feel like a lot of guys are gonna make some big plays. All right, so Gorilla Gang. All right, y'all take it easy. Roland Woods signing out. Go Bears.